Welcome to The Complete Musician, creativity at its core, exploring innovative musical ideas, thoughts, and techniques for the modern musician in today's society, with your hosts, James Nagus and Drew Phillips. Hey everybody, and welcome to a special episode of The Complete Musician. I'm Drew. And I'm James. And today we're going to talk just a little bit about our upcoming tour that we're going on. Woo! Woo! Yeah. The Four so, Motor Tour 2017. 2K17. We're really excited. And so in a few days, I'm going to venture out uh, from Lynchburg, Virginia, all the way out to the good old plains of Missouri. And uh, I'm going to do, be doing a residency over at the University of Central Missouri with James. Hooray! Hooray! And we're going to do a recital on Tuesday the 17th. I think if I got the right date. I think that's I think the 17th. Right. At so. 5 p.m. Central Time. And, 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Exactly. And um, I don't know, what was it, 12... Greenwich Mean Time or something like that. Something weird like that, yeah. But anyway, yeah, um, I'm really excited for next week for our events. And so we thought we'd just kind of do a little special episode and, and just, I don't know, talk about it and what we're going to do and um, all that good stuff. So, yeah, we have the recital on Tuesday afternoon, 5 o'clock, and then... Another cool thing that we're trying out is we're going to do our first ever live stream. Well, I mean, no, that's not true. We live streamed one of our we recitals. We live streamed all of our recitals, yeah. That's true. Uh, all of them, that's right. We have at uh, Liberty and at Iowa, and then this yeah. one. But we, we're doing a pre-concert talk live stream. We've never done uh, that before. No, and it's not going to be like your normal pre-concert talk for orchestras that they usually do. Uh, it's more going to be us just sitting around talking about the music we're going to play, probably talking about some composition, what went into it, and uh, maybe eating some tacos or drinking some Mountain Dew at the same time. You never know. We've <laughs> never done so. this before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think most of the uh, pre-concert talks aren't actually by like the living composers, so... Um... So it's a little unique in that aspect anyway. Mozart and Strauss don't tend to show up uh, before concerts and talk about their pieces. How rude. <laughs> and if they do, run. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Although we did see Berlioz that one time. Oh, yeah, that one time. We saw <laughs> Berlioz. That's another chair. story for another day. Take us out for pizza and we'll tell you that story. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we're really excited about this. Uh, I'm really excited to go over and to work with James's students out at the University of Central Missouri um, it's going to be really fun to get to teach and, and see what, uh, what great talent he has out there. Um, and that, that's going to be, that's going to be a lot of fun, but I also wanted to talk about the kind of stuff that we do to prepare for this kind of tour, because it's not just a, I decided to buy a plane ticket and go out there. Like we had to do a lot of work to make sure that this was even happening. Like, uh, James had to do tons of administrative stuff to get this to even work. Right. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, prior to that, one of the great things just about teaching at a college is being able to do these kind of trades and, and travel and work with a lot of students. But it does take some, some preparation. Um, obviously, one of the things is sources of funding. So if you're, you know, if you're a teacher out there, there's a lot of ways to 
approach something like that. Um, there's a lot of grant opportunities, actually. Um, some mm -hmm. departments have uh, financial support of things like that. But either way, just looking into all kinds of options for that. And then there's, you know, booking rooms. There's telling the students to block off time in their schedules. There's just, I mean, figuring out your schedule. So figuring out the teaching schedule for the week, uh, when you're going to give your master class, when we're going to do our recital, just working in all of those types of things, working in around um, even something is like, oh, well, you know, I need to take you back to the airport, but I also need to teach these classes. So how do we oh, work right. in all that kind of stuff? But that's just all part of the gig. That's, yeah, it's all that logistical stuff that, uh, I'm sometimes really bad about thinking about about the like little minute details of oh yeah I fly into Kansas City at what time and oh yeah it's gonna take time to get back to <laughs> Warrensburg like you're the guest artist and the guest artist should just you know come in on a nice cloud and just be shepherded around and you should you shouldn't have to worry about any of this stuff so it's I always the host I will fly in on my magical pony and just be chauffeured to every place that I need to go straight to the uh, the bell on up on north mcguire street ah i can't wait it would be nice to live the life of luxury anyway so uh yeah other than the logistical things that we have to do that james had to do uh we both had to prepare musically for this tour and that means that we had to make sure that we had music to play which for oh. us we've written for each other so many times it's not a big deal uh, but deciding that program and did I we think decide that program? Did we did we figure out what we're doing? Um, I mean, I I've played some stuff, but uh, the, I no. Are you playing horn? Are you or are you playing piano? Oh, I was just gonna come and not bring my horn. <laughs> okay, you're just gonna buzz everything. I'm just gonna buzz everything. Uh, just kidding. No, bring in my horn. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we had to decide on you know our program stuff, and that means we had to make sure that we made copies of things that we're playing, and we sent each other the music. Which uh, every once in a while when we do one of these, uh, sometimes parts go missing, at least, or I discover like a few days before, hey, I never got this part. <laughs> so here's a pro tip: is whenever you're giving a concert, not only print out your, or have your music, have copies of your music, and have a digital backup on a flash drive or like on the cloud or something like that. Such a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if you have technology, like if you have an iPad or something, you have the option of then reading music off of your iPad. Should your, all of the paper copies just poof, go missing. <laughs> as long as your iPad doesn't die, you're going to be okay. Uh, but so we had to have all the physical copies of the music, uh, which doesn't take that long. But then there's the actual practicing of the music. And I know for me, uh, I had to give quite a bit of time on the piano to remember how these things go because my fingers are much stupider than my lips are. And <laughs> they definitely don't always remember where to go at the right time. Well, and that's you know part of the... I would say fun. Some may call it a unique aspect of our, our recitals is that we play piano for each other. You know, it's just the two of us. We're constantly switching back and forth between horn and piano. And so you're right. We do need to have a level of proficiency on both. And we definitely put more time in the day on horn because that's our primary instrument. That's what we teach. And so putting in and carving out the time to, oh yeah, um, I need to practice piano. That's definitely been something that i've been doing a lot of this past couple of weeks 
Oh, me too. And I know that I am super guilty of writing piano parts that are wicked hard and just nasty stuff in it, especially when my with my use of flats and sharps. I mean, I don't know many other people that write in B Lydian, you know, except for me. So it's uh, a nice I, key. <laughs> yay. Uh, my students wouldn't tell you that, but yes, I think it's a great key. It works great on the piano. So. It's uh, it has been hard to carve out that time with all the other practicing and teaching to do, but it's necessary for a tour like this to play with uh, as high of a level of musicianship as we possibly can. And here's the thing: is that we put in the time beforehand, and then I mean, you come in on late on a Sunday, so we have yep. the concert on Tuesday. That gives us, gosh, less than forty-eight hours mm. to put it together. Um, yeah. Now, some of the songs the songs the pieces we've done them songs yes they all have lyrics um so they are songs now the we've done some of these before and quite frankly you know i think there's a certain point in a musician's life where if especially if you've done a piece before it should essentially just be plug and play you know because we're not going to be practicing notes we're not going to be figuring out that kind of stuff it's just like oh yeah that's that's how this sounds. This is where we're taking time. This is where we're phrasing. Um, I've played a number of recitals where we haven't even rehearsed in like two years and we just go and play it. And that's what you do, you know? And I think that's definitely going to be a part of things just because of time constraint. And because like you said, we're comfortable with it. I mean, the other thing that I, I remind people about when we do this and I say, you know, we don't often get times to rehearse and we just kind of go and play and, the hardest part about this is putting things together musically. But then again, it's not that challenging once we work with each other, because and this is one of the greatest things about, about James and I's duo is that we, I think we trust each other as pianists and as horn players enough so that we kind of know what the other is going to do in the moment. So it's not like we really have to worry about too much communication because I know what he's going to do on the piano where I want to take time or where I want to move. And he's just going to go with me because that's kind of what he would do. And you know, when I'm going to miss all of the notes on the piano, (laughs) because that's just what we do. (laughs) That's why you're smart and you write really nice piano parts. And I write these wicked piano parts that just are flurries of notes. So many that you can't tell how many I miss. (laughs) Well, that that's pretty smart too, then. Yeah. Um, So we're really excited about doing all that. Um, The other thing we're really excited about, like we said, is our live stream on Monday night. Mm -hmm. Um, talking about this uh because we we want to to make sure that you guys who are watching hopefully and and listening to us um know how we came up the the process we went through because we've gone through and talked about composition before but we want to make sure you guys know that we do use that process in every single thing that we write it's not just something that we came up with you know for this it's actually the way we go about making all these pieces so uh, we're going to talk about that, like how we actually, what our inspiration were was when we, we put the notes on the paper, like what we went through to get the music that we're going to play. Right. And I think we're going to archive the stream. So if you are totally. curious and you um, are able to catch the live stream of our recital, then you can go back and listen to the kind of the behind the scenes of the work. And hopefully it'll be interesting. Um, I know for me personally, you know, talking about my own music, I don't know. Sometimes I don't always think about the construction in the moment, but then looking back, um, 
there's some interesting things to think about. And once you get a certain familiarity with the piece, there's you can think like, oh yeah, well I used that theme here and then it came back here and I was thinking about this and that and the other thing. Or even sometimes it's just interesting to talk about the lifespan of a piece, not even the music itself, but like how it began, who it was for, yeah, and things like that. Yeah, the personal stuff. And sometimes I look back at my own music and I'm like, how did I write this? Like, <laughs> where did I come up with these notes at? And just kind of introspectively remembering that time in my life and that part of my musical journey. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I was listening to at that moment. And that totally informed me. Why did it this way? And also for just having the live stream aspect. I mean, obviously, this podcast that we do is a it's a lot of fun for us. And hopefully um, it's, you know, educational and and funny for you but there's certainly a disconnect between the time that we record it and put it up and so right. we're hoping that um the live stream gives you a chance to you know ask questions or make comments or interact with us uh, who are i assume living real people um, i assume yeah i we should make them type in like those letters at the, the bottom be code. like prove you're not a robot well, i guess right. we would have to do that so oh. Well, yeah. I think I, I make enough mistakes as a human to prove that I am not mm. a robot. Wabi sabi, so. the art and beauty and imperfection. <laughs> um, and so the other thing I want to say is uh, if you're ever traveling and you're, uh, you're having to fly as a musician uh, around, there are a few things that I want you to remember that I'm not always so good with remembering. First of all, make sure that when you go to other places, make sure you remember your hygiene products that you remember your toothbrush and your toothpaste and your Smash Mouth mouthwash, mm -hmm. not an official sponsor, and uh, your deodorant and all the other things that make you smell pretty. And remember to use those before you get on the plane. Right. Um, and, yeah, you want to make sure that you're you're smelling nice with your colleagues um, to around because no one wants a stinky breath uh, around them. Uh, halitosis is, a, is not a good thing. So... Make sure that uh, when you fly, make sure that when you have your instrument that you are as nice to those people as you possibly can. Because let me tell you, I have been through some horror stories on planes. And you if, you ever wanna, if you ever want to hear about them, then, again, just take us out to pizza sometime. And I could fill your ear the entire night with uh, times that some people almost lost hands. And um, I, I, You're not even joking. I'm really – No. No. I will so, never fly on the same flight as you. You have the worst luck with that stuff. I have the worst luck with flying, but it hasn't happened in a while. So we're hoping that this is going to be a really safe journey. But anyway, be nice to all those TSA people because they're really kind of jumpy for a reason, especially nowadays. Yeah, and the gate um, agents especially too. Oh, I, yeah. I've had nothing but actually positive experience just simply going up and asking, hey, can I board a little bit earlier than my listed time because it takes me a couple extra seconds to safely stow my instrument and so far i've 100 percent absolutely just come on like during first class i'm like okay thanks uh, well i'm glad you've had that experience because i certainly haven't um and not that i'm rude i'm a very pleasant darn delightful person it just anyway you well just, you just again. like grumpy airlines which may or may not be a future unofficial sponsor <laughs> airlines so anyways yeah I, just take me out for uh for a hot dog and i'll tell you about all those stories anyway uh 
So make sure also that you remember your instrument. Don't forget those things. Don't forget your music. And, Always uh, pack your piano. And in clothes, you don't want to turn into a nudist on this trip. That would not be so good for anyone, um, no matter what you look like. Anyway, uh, so those are the things we wanted to say about our tour. And we wanted to announce a really special part of our, uh, our live stream that we've decided to do as a special giveaway. And that is? We decided that... For one lucky viewer of our live stream audience, uh, of course, you're going to have to make sure that you comment or make sure that you let us know you were watching all the way to the end. Just actively participate, essentially. There you go. Asking questions, saying, like, I'm here, remarking, liking, whatever. Um, the, we're going to pick out a lucky winner that we're going to write a piece specifically for that person and dedicate it to them from us. Yep, as Cormoto, the the two of us, we're going to co-write a piece for you, and um, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, we think it's gonna be pretty sweet. Um, again, it doesn't have to be just horn; it can be literally for anyone. Because I'm spreading this throughout my students here at, at Liberty and to as many other musicians as I can reach, and uh, we have experience writing for so many instruments and so this piece is going to be written and dedicated for you if you're the lucky winner so make sure you increase your chances of getting free music written specifically for you by watching and tuning in and that's just our way of saying thanks for supporting our channel and supporting our podcast as well so we're really excited about that, and we want to make sure that you guys know that next Monday, that live stream is happening. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be on Facebook. Uh, if you haven't gone to like our Facebook page, go do it. Our Facebook live stream will be on our personal channels, which, again, you can always find us there, um, or our YouTube channel, which uh, is Koromoto Horn uh, on YouTube, and then we'll be broadcasting live. But that live stream on Monday night is going to be at 6 p.m., central standard time right. and then for all the people out here on the east coast where i am right now is going to be 7 p.m eastern standard time and that following night is our grand old recital that we're really really excited about introducing some new stuff that has never been played before mm -hmm. i'm really excited about it um that we finally get to put some things together that we've been working on for maybe some other projects but never gotten to do at the same time so uh, really excited to put all that stuff together, and that is at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard, also live-streamed. And in case you're listening to this later on, that's um, that Monday is October 16th, 2017, and then the Tuesday is October 17th, 2017. So please tune in. Please uh, send us all your comments and questions. Please watch because, hey, you could get a free piece of music written specifically for you out of it which is pretty cool and if you don't get the free piece of music then hopefully you'll get some free nuggets of advice and you never know when we might do this again so that your support means that you know we might even try to do it again and next time we might give out i don't know a chalupa tacos so uh unless there's anything else you want to add i think that's going to wrap it up for this very short little not short um pre-tour special pre-tour pre-recital concert special of awesomeness yay hooray so um stay tuned for or not stay tuned on this episode but check out our live streams coming up next week and then we'll be back to our usually scheduled podcast stuff after that 
So thanks for listening, guys. Hope to see you guys, interact with you next week. See you then. Bye. Bye.